0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Film Haven Reviews. I'm your host, Sawyer, as always. And
1: I'm Allie.
0: And uh, today is a very special episode because we have a very special guest. Someone that I've referred to on the podcast probably more than anyone else. My girlfriend, Allie. Allie. (laughs) (laughs) And today she is going to be joining me on my very first ever joint podcast episode where we are going to be doing kind of like my Friday the 13th ratings review thing I did uh, on Friday the 13th but with a special twist because I have a special guest and then also we're going to be doing a ratings for a different franchise and that is the Child's Play franchise which is is something that we really uh, enjoy together.
1: Also, I just had to add that Greg is the cat is in the room making a special appearance too. So two special guests.
0: Yes, usually I don't have the cats in the office, but Allie demanded that we have at least Greg in here. it'd yes. so be. Extra you have special. to
1: have the cats for this special episode.
0: So you, while this is an audio medium, you might hear scratching here or there, um, or some kind of Greg messing with something. Uh, so before we get into the actual rating, I did want to kind of, kind of like my Friday Thirteenth episode, uh, just go through like what the what we think generally about the Child's Play franchise and. Kind of our just our general thoughts before we get into the specific movies. So, Allie, what do you think? what What is what is Chucky and Child's Play? What does it mean to you?
1: Well, I think that Chucky or Child's Play, the whole franchise, is just iconic. Like, I was thinking about it the other day about dolls because, like. Dolls are a pretty scary thing. I mm-hmm. mean, even Zach Bagan, the uh, <laughs> <Ghost> <laughs> the Adventures. one and only Ghost Adventure King, is scared of dolls. So there's so many franchises where there is a scary doll. I mean, like you look at Annabelle, Annabelle, yeah, famous franchise that. And I just love how Chucky just totally. I feel like it just changed the game when it came to like talking about talking dolls because Chucky it that. The idea of a doll is scary, but Chucky himself, especially later on in the movie series, it's just, it's like, there's just nothing better than Chucky and his weird personality <laughs> and then Tiffany and her weird personality. Like, they're just so funny. I just feel like it's just very unique. It's a very unique series. There's nothing else like it.
0: Yeah, like, originally, it's, like, supposed to be a little scary, But then as the franchise goes on, the humor kind of starts creeping in more and more to the point where later movies are actually just, like, just comedies.
1: Yeah, very dark humor. And I just, I love, I love that. I think it's just so clever. And I really appreciate cleverness in movies and that one just chucky's just and obviously it's a great movie because now they have a show Mm -hmm. um so so they're doing something good
0: yeah i mean it's created an entire fan base and like it's got its weird lore to it technically all the movies from the first to the show are all continuous Mm -hmm. they there's no break there's no like re like requel or sequel or anything like that or uh remake well, there is a remake, but we'll get to yeah, that. We'll get to that I later. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I agree. I think uh, I think his personality, Chucky's personality, is one of the things that sets him apart. Uh, just from that first moment that we'll get to when we talk about the first movie, where he kind of shows uh, shows <laughs> himself to be not just a fake, just a doll, like a regular doll, but actually like a serial killer who has, through voodoo magic, been supplanted into a doll and is actually corporeal and has flesh
1: no it's like it's just like the craziest thing ever and that's something that kind of endears you to the series too is because like obviously Chucky is not a great guy yeah but (laughs) he's funny and he's just he's just crazy and it just makes it fun to watch Annabelle is a great movie and I'm just like comparing it because this is the only doll movie that I can think about right now but it's a great movie but what sets it apart is just like chucky chucky and himself is just he's just a fun little character he's
0: like really kind of raunchy and like yeah uh doesn't play by the rules and you know he's he's very like i mean he's a, he's literally a serial killer yeah. so but the fact that he's stuck in a doll there's like an inherent humor <laughs> yes. that is put into that where like it's like a tiny, uh, it's like it's like a cat little or like a tiny animal being murderous. Cat. It's just kind of funny, especially when he gets like thrown around and beat up. But we'll get it, we'll get into that when we get into the individual movies. So I think we kind of let's set the scene for how we feel about the movies, um, and then let's get into the first movie. So uh, what we're gonna do this time in the format instead of uh, going from eleven down to one like we did in Friday the Thirteenth, there are eight movies, and we're just gonna go in chronological order. And what kind of a fun thing is is that we have both made our own lists for our favorite movies and so as we go in chronological order we will tell what that movie is on our list what ranking it is and that way it would be kind of fun to see I don't know what she's put on hers uh and she doesn't know what I've put on mine so we kind of are there's a little bit of spontaneity there um so let's get into it so Child's Play 1988 the original um I will tell you straight up the gate here it was my number number 2. I listed number 2 out of out of uh 8 movies. Mm. And what was yours?
1: It was it was number 5. Number 5? <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> yes.
0: Okay. Well, explain why you why it was number 5 for you.
1: Well, there's some respect obviously with the fact that it's the first one. Um, I just felt like, so again, like I said at the beginning, my favorite thing about Chucky is his, the personality of Chucky and you kind of got to see it a little bit in the first mm-hmm. one, but I mean, come on, compared to like the later on ones, right. which will be my favorite ones. Yeah. He's not, it's not, it's, it's trying to be more scary than it is funny. Right. Okay. And, I can
0: see that. It is a little slower uh, yeah. and, he, and, and because it's the first one the reveal of Chucky being an actual, like, human trapped in a doll's body isn't until about, like, halfway through the movie, Mm -hmm. at least. That moment where she's about to put him into the fire because she's sure that this (laughs) thing is an actual killer. And right before he does it, he yells expletives at her. Don't put me in the fire!
1: Puts up a special finger. Yes,
0: yes. We we do do a clean podcast here, so I can't necessarily repeat the words. uh, But... It does start the whole thing, but at the same time, I see what you're saying. It 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 doesn't really happen until much later, so it is a little bit of a slower start. And if you love that later Chucky, that is so much has so much more screen time, and his personality is there from the beginning. I okay, okay, I, I understand.
1: I will say though one of my all time favorite scenes. I mean, I have a lot of favorite scenes from the series, but. My favorite would be with his, his little feet in the flower. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh yes, yes. Yes. At the at the beginning. So, I guess I'll I'll set up the movie a little bit. So, in Child's Play 1, you have the little kid Andy and his mom who like works a lot and and they're, she's a single mom and so she, they live in this apartment building, in this apartment complex and you know, she doesn't get uh, a lot of money from her job and so it's around I think it might even be around Christmas time. It's been it a is, while. Yeah. yeah. Uh, And so she basically wants to give him a a good guy doll because everyone's talking about the good guy doll. And so her coworker slash best friend just happens to get like this kind of slightly defective, but like uh, definitely discounted good guy doll. And so she decides that she's going to give that to Andy as a surprise. And of course, as you can probably surmise the good guy doll is chucky who is the serial killer charles lee ray that has been killed inside of a toy uh shop and it at his last moments of life he transfers his soul through a voodoo ritual that you will hear many times throughout the series into uh this good guy doll and therefore becomes possesses the doll and becomes chucky and so that doll is the one that the mom brings home to andy and immediately the doll chucky starts killing people and that includes the best friend uh and in doing so he knocks over some flour in the kitchen <laughs> when he kills the best friend and because of that his little when the police arrive his little footsteps little doll footsteps are in in the flower and it's it is really cute
1: you know, what it reminds me of is, like, you know, the elf on the shelves?
0: Oh, my God, yes. And
1: how sometimes around Christmas time when the elf on the shelf comes out and the they'll put the little mm. flower out and have it, their little footsteps in it. Yes. It just reminded me of that, I think. It was just so – it was so cute. Even though it's, like, obviously there's a gruesome backstory behind his feet in the flower. But that's also what makes it funny. Exactly his feet it's just like there's there's scenes of him running around and it's just like it's cute but it has this like creepy undertone because he's about to kill somebody in a very gruesome way it's
0: like a it's a running joke kind of within the series is that you get to see those those shots of just like the feet running just the legs and the feet and there's a great scene later in the movie where the cop that killed charles lee ray uh, is kind of investigating all uh, these murders, too. Um, he's also the guy that's in... Uh, he's the Bane vampire in uh, Fright Night, which has the same director as well, Tom Holland, so that makes sense. Uh, but anyway, uh, he, like, crashes his car because of Chucky, and what, he's, like, upside down. And there's actually... It's, like, a little scary because you're like, oh, he's, like, in a vulnerable position, but then you see the shot from outside the car of <laughs> yes. Chucky running around the car, and it's just, like, you want to laugh. <laughs> so I think, yeah. honestly, for, like, people who who can't really take a lot of scary stuff. I think it might even be like a good mix because oh, like, there's yeah. always stuff to kind of like lower the tension mm-hmm. um, because it's just a little funny. The, it was a number child's play was number two for me because one it's, it's what started it all. I think it has a really good direction um, and it is a little slow. I will say that's like probably the one thing against it is that it's a little slow to start, but what really sold the movie for me is I think that the last, the final act is super iconic. the, uh, finally chucky is like out and everyone knows who he is at least all the main characters in the movie and so that's like all-out war against this doll in the apartment complex and you've got a detective the mom and andy all like duking it out over this uh over this doll and he's getting shot he's getting <laughs> stabbed and then eventually they even throw him in the fire mm-hmm. and he gets completely burned and you're like oh but then there's a forced act <laughs> And he comes out and he's like literally dripping with black, like his plastic, like black plastic dripping from his face. And, and he's just like, ah,
1: like, yeah. come here. Like, and in in his whole objective in this movie is to transfer his soul into Andy so that he can have right. like a living body instead of being a doll because he hates being a doll. Right. In the first one.
0: <laughs> right. So, this whole ending sequence is him trying to get to andy and the and the adults are trying to keep him away from andy and he just won't die and he's literally like it's like a siege of the apartment at some point they're like locked in one of the rooms trying to get away from him and he's busting in it's it's like it's honestly like a really to me like an iconic scene of horror cinema because well one what we know what happens afterwards and two i think because both of us watch this movie really late I was doing a review on child's play, The Remake, and I wanted to watch the original, obviously, and so we sat down to watch it and I just was like sometimes when you go back and watch the original of something, it's not like always what you thought it would be, but with this movie, it really like it was better than I was expecting, like especially that ending scene. I was like I was like aware that I was seeing something kind of special, and then that made when we watched the remake just that made that movie that much worse, but we'll get into that one later so. Uh, any final thoughts on the, the last movie or the first movie, I should say?
1: No, I think we covered it all.
0: All right, cool. Uh, moving on up, we're going to Child's Play 2. Uh, what was your number for this one?
1: It's actually my – it's ranked it twice. Oh, not twice. <laughs> number two? <laughs> number two.
0: Okay, mine's, like, not too far off from that one. Uh, that It's number four for me, so a little bit lower, but it's still within that realm yeah. of ones that, like, I think like I don't really have that many much of a problem with like I still like it it was just that I felt like some others were just a little bit better Mm -hmm. Um, so in the second one actually Allie why don't you give me a little synopsis of what you uh, what the second one is about
1: so in the second Chucky Andy is in a foster home um, and he's not having the best time in there. Mm-mm. He's still terrified of Chucky is going to come back, obviously, right. because you have a doll coming for your soul. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the transition is a little hard because everyone still thinks that Andy and his mom are crazy and that this is not this doll. It's not really killing anybody. Um, yeah, it's h-
0: kind of hard to believe.
1: Yeah. But then, of course, Chucky always finds his way back mm-hmm. home to andy and um starts wreaking havoc on his life again
0: and his uh foster parents his the mom's kind of nice but the dad uh doesn't really yeah. want to add another kid and then she he's also got a kind of a foster sister like adopted yeah. sister who's a little bit of a rebel you know she smokes cigarettes and and wears like grungy clothes uh and the uh, you know kind of has some issues with the parents too and she's been you know tossed around the foster system so she's kind of acting as a bit of a um i don't know like a thought not authority figure but like a sisterly figure sisterly like they figure. really
1: andy and kyle really bond i feel like and this i mean especially you can see that at the end right
0: yeah so as it goes on yeah uh of course, Chucky is killing everyone in Andy's life as usual and everyone thinks that it's Andy and not Chucky because at any moment, Chucky can just uh, turn mm-hmm. into uh, <laughs> yeah. a doll and then of cu- now it just looks like Andy's doing everything. He kills a school teacher. He, kills, uh, he ends up killing both the parents. I mean, he kills everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at the end, there's this big duel between uh, Kyle and Andy and Chucky uh,
1: At the factory where they make the dolls,
0: which is a really cool setting, yeah, and, and definitely a reason why I could see you putting That's it as why number it's two.
1: My second is because what a great setting and the just the the going against each other. Mm-hmm. It's just so fun to watch because. Another thing that's funny about the series mm-hmm. is that Chucky just get, the doll itself just gets beat up, just whacked against a table or like thrown in the garbage. So many scenes of him being thrown away in the garbage. Yes, he gets thrown in the Countless garbage. Countless scenes. Oh my gosh. So it's just it's that part of it is just so funny just seeing Chucky get beat up, this this serial killer doll just getting whacked around. Um, And this is very much seen in the last like 30 minutes of the movie, which I think is awesome.
0: Yeah. And I think that that, that's like kind of one of the things that I was going to say about this movie, too, is that it starts to create a habit or like a running joke of whenever uh, Chucky is in his like, as they said in the Mm movie, in Seed of Chucky, Barbie mode, Mm -hmm. where they like go and act like a real doll. Uh, people are always just like grabbing him and like treating him like a doll. So like hitting him against, it's just something small, like hitting him against the corner of a table or something and you just know that he's real and so that hurts. And then at the end, like at the end of the first one, just like at the end of the second one, he's like getting beat up like Mm -hmm. every which way. He's getting mutilated, tortured. And that's what makes that's what makes his character, I think, even more palatable. The fact that he's so mean and horrible yeah. is that like he gets his too. Oh
1: yeah, he definitely gets his. He
0: almost gets hurt more than the other characters and in the movie.
1: Also, too, it's like he expresses that he's hurt too. Yes, which he's is screaming like, all the time. Yeah, which I think is kind of unique yeah unique twist to it
0: yeah and it makes his voice iconic just like him screaming bloody murder is like an iconic (laughs) sound within the like lexicon of of chucky within the world of chucky uh and the second movie you're right is that's one of the reasons why it's like higher up on my list is because the ending sequence inside the doll factory is just incredible Mm -hmm. you've got actually I, i wrote it in my notes here oh yeah yeah Chucky getting melted and crawling around on a cart as a fleshy mess. That's pretty <laughs> yes. great. They like put him into one of like cuz they're make it's like the doll factory and so there's this scene where they kind of meld the arms and legs onto the body torso section of like a naked doll and then they force him to go into they like nail him to the to the post and send him into the machine and then he comes out like a like a Cronenberg, you know, fleshy monster and he's pulling around on a cart and before that he gets his arm cut off Mm -hmm. his hand cut off and he sticks a blade in the in the (laughs) wound of the arm and now he's running around like a pirate (laughs) with a knife but it's not
1: working for him no it doesn't work at all
0: He is just like this little ball of fury.
1: Yes, he's like our little Greg. He's like Greg. He really is.
0: That's one of the reasons why we have Greg inside the room because he is actually going to be Chucky for Halloween, and we got a little Chucky (laughs) costume. So you know, we had to have Chucky in here with us. And of course, right now he's like sleeping, sleeping. (laughs) like a little baby, a
1: little baby.
0: Well, as we'll see later in the series, Chucky does have a little bit of a soft side. Oh, yeah, so we'll we'll get into that later. but yeah, I think that's pretty much everything for the second one. I will say like the reasons why one of the reasons why it wasn't like higher up on my list is because that first half, at least, kind of like the first one is a little bit slower. and I kind of was like a little because you already know what the deal is. I was just a little bit less intrigued by that first half. It does pick up by the end though. But if you're into the story about his foster care and uh, the introducing with Kyle, I could see why you could still be kind of into the into the movie. All right. So I think we're making pretty good time. Let's get into the third movie. So Child's Play three. This one's kind of fun. I can give you the synopsis really fast before mm-hmm. uh, we actually get into our ratings. So basically, Andy is grown up a little bit. They've changed actors, which is a boo for boo. me. Boo, because a- original Andy Barclay is awesome. Yes. And he even comes back later, as we'll talk about. Uh, so that's great, the actor himself. But Andy is now older, and they've he's gotten sent to military academy. So he's in military school, and the whole thing takes place on the grounds of the military school. And of course... Somehow Chucky has found his way once again to the military school, and he's actually trying to uh, invade uh, one of the kids at the military school's body, and not Andy. He just happens to be yeah. around Andy. I'm not sure. It's been a while. I don't remember exactly what the deal was with that. Um, but anyway, so what is your rating for this one?
1: This one's my f- this one is ranked
0: number four. Number four. Yeah, okay. Yeah. This is a little bit of a disparity. I mean, still, there's only so many movies, so I guess it can't be that different between us. But uh, it's number six for me. I, uh, it was like second to last in like the normal canon, notwithstanding the uh, the remake, which is just, we're just going to go ahead and say is, uh, is the last yeah. for both of us. The remake sucks, but we'll get into that at the end. Um, yeah, interesting. So four. So what did you like about it?
1: Again, it's the setting for me. Yeah. I, the setting is just so random. Like, Andy takes boot camp. Like, yeah, I don't know. Really and funny. just the characters in that in uh, Child's Play 3, I they're just funny. Like, you have the barber. Yeah, the barber you guy. Have, psycho barber. You have all these new characters, which you always kind of have new characters right. in everyone. But I just felt like this was such a random place to go. Yeah, like, it was it's like, so random.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like Friday the 13th. Like, after six, they just start, like, yeah. Jason takes Manhattan and Jason goes yeah. to space. And, you know, it just kind of <laughs> starts getting, like, really crazy.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I think that's why I, I enjoyed it so much is just because it's just, like, it's just so random. And yeah. I feel like that kind of adds to the humor of it for me. Yeah, for sure. Where I just really was just, like, enjoying it because it's, like, Chucky is at a boot camp right now. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, they
0: definitely, by the third one, they've, like, kind of. They've kind of fully started to fall into the comedy. Mm-hmm. The first two has like some inherent comedy that's inside of it, like you, like you said before, like how can you not laugh at, how can you not be aware that it's funny that yeah, a, you got a, little a serial killer and a doll, around. yeah. But in the third one, I think because of some of these running jokes that have been started by the second one, they start, they they keep doing that. He keeps getting beat up whenever he's a doll, all that yes. kind of stuff. But then also, like, his character like is starting to make more, like, one-liners. Yes. He's starting to kind of be like... Uh, his personality's
1: coming out more.
0: Yeah, his personality's kind of settling into yeah. the franchise. He's starting to become kind of like a trope of himself. Yes. And you can definitely tell that by the third one. Now, see, my inclination was to think that that was mean they were running out of ideas. They were kind mm-hmm. of like, uh, maybe the military, military academy. And while that may be true, I guess I wasn't really thinking about how that's also fun.
1: I feel like that's not running out of ideas. I feel like that's pretty creative to just come up with all these different settings all the time.
0: I mean, that's true. I mean, Military Academy, I just, I don't know. It's just weird. It
1: is weird, but that's what makes it fun. You're right.
0: You're right. You know, one of the things I think what it is is that Andy Barclay's actor himself he's super cringe to me he is he's like really but you know
1: just pretend like it's andy but he's a teenager and that's just cringe
0: i guess being a teenager is in general just cringe yeah i think you've convinced me on that one (laughs) i have some things that i did like about the third one and one of them is i loved towards the end when uh as Basically, I mean, he's at a military academy, so he starts getting more weapons. Yes. And by the end of it, he has literally like yes. an ammo belt around. And he's wearing a bandolier. And I just love the image of Chucky with the bandolier. Yes, it's
1: just the most random thing yeah. ever. <laughs> and then also that. The, like the ending the, and all the Chucky's I guess through one through three um, there's always the ending part where there's like a standoff with yeah, Chucky right. and Andy and they're like in the fun house yes and I feel like that's also really classic like, that's, that's pretty iconic yeah thing. for sure
0: that, that setting was and really and how
1: cool. he's killed too is kind of fun oh yeah, yeah. he gets
0: thrown into like the big uh, blades yeah. of like a fan so gets, and like, just chopped gets chopped up but chopped you know up.
1: what's crazy about it though is that he's always going to come back yeah, you so know you can just cut him into millions of pieces, and he'll here he will be well
0: you get the idea that they were trying to kill 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 him off, but they you know yeah. they always have i mean he literally got exploded in the second one, I forgot to say that yeah they stick a a tube into his into <laughs> yeah. his mouth and he literally like cartoonishly blows up, yeah, and yet he just gets melted down and turned into a new doll, so yeah, there's really no way to kill him. I also really love the scene kind of a little bit before that when they're all doing their like because you know in any military academy movie has got to have the scene where they do like the war games where like Red team and blue team go out into the woods and they're shooting paintball mm-hmm. or whatever. And he, of course, Chucky switches the ammo that's with live rounds. God. And so the moment where they all come together and they're like fake killing each other, they are all shooting real rounds and it Which gets you pretty that, gruesome. That's
1: kind of I don't like that very much. But
0: <laughs> a little too gruesome. It's for a you.
1: little that's sad, but you know it's Chucky, man. Chucky's gonna do what Chucky does.
0: Yeah. So i definitely. um it's not my favorite, but I can I can definitely see why, why you liked it. And uh, maybe I'll have to give it another watch.
1: Yeah, I just think the setting is just so random. And also, too, just the fact that Chucky keeps finding Andy, bro. Yeah, like just, yeah. Andy is at a military school, and Chucky is still finding this man. Like, that's just crazy. Yeah, that's
0: true. No matter where you go, Andy, he's going to find you. Yeah. That ends up being uh, the case later as well. Uh, but yeah, so I think that's pretty much everything we have to say about the third movie. So let's move on up. We're going to be talking about one that I think is going to be high up on both of ours. No uh, way. I see your she's notes. She's looking at my notes.
1: <laughs> uh-uh. Uh, Bride
0: of Chucky. Number S- one. We both think it's number one. Now, I had originally He copied to me.
1: No I, way. No,
0: I told you that I was afraid that people were going to think that I was copying you. But uh i had to just be true and honest and as we kind of revisited these movies and we talked more about it it just became clear that bride of chucky is the best chucky movie
1: i bride of chucky might just be in my top 10 favorite movies of all time (laughs) i love Bride of chucky all for my girl tiffany
0: yeah the introduction of tiffany uh jennifer tilly Tilly's character, Tiffany, is just absolutely incredible. Beautiful, perfect. Iconic.
1: I could talk about her all day long. I think that she is just... The best of the best.
0: Her style. I
1: love her. Look, you bring out a name necklace of mm-hmm. any character, I'm gonna be obsessed. We got Tiffany, Carrie Bradshaw. I don't know any any show, any movie, any character with a name necklace. Yeah. You're our, you're my favorite.
0: She's got the Monroe mole, oh and gosh. she's got the blonde hair, the and the tattoo, she does the makeup, on their, the makeup. Yes. Yeah. The, oh, the tattoo. She's on got her, the little like heart tattoo yeah. on her boob. That's great. She's yeah. just perfect. Yeah. Perfect. As an introduction to her, like actual character before she gets turned into the doll, she's just like full of these, like this. She just has this certain kind of energy. I'm sure a lot of it is Jennifer Tilly's actual personality. No, and you know who
1: it reminds me of? Is, um, the woman for, from White Lotus. Oh you know, yes, Jennifer Tilly and
0: Jennifer Coolidge. Ha- well, there's like a Venn diagram yeah. there for sure. There's this, this kind of like almost like trashy, but like, but like
1: hilarious. Yes.
0: Funny and she's full of these lines like she's always referencing her Mom, mother like my mother always told me
1: you always do the dishes for, yeah yeah for yeah whatever. she would say
0: <laughs> what was it she'd say uh, if you're gonna do the cooking and the cleaning the <laughs> least, least you the man can do could do is the, do dishes. the
1: dishes
0: which is great because she kind of plays this like she's a serial killer herself but and she used to be Chucky's old flame like Chucky's girlfriend mm-hmm. and then he like threw her away at some point for sure uh, they don't really explain that too well how no, they broke they up, but like now she knows that he had become the doll. I guess she had just surmised like through clippings or newspaper clippings. Cause yeah, she, yeah, cause she knows she has his, his like mo. Like a scrapbook of it. Right, she has a scrapbook too. of the Chucky killings and stuff like yeah. that. So she definitely knows that Chucky is yeah. Charles Lee Ray, who she dated when she was younger, and despite having this like rebellious kind of like i don't need a man kind of attitude she also has this like weak spot for chucky Mm -hmm. and so there's like a back and forth always like a love hate between them (laughs) so anyway we've been talking around the movie and let's let's actually talk about the synopsis of the film and i will give it away to you since it's your favorite yeah actually it's it's mine too so i guess
1: yeah so (laughs) um okay so it kind of starts off so and the Third Chucky, he's chopped up in the blade, you know? Right. So he um oh which is actually so iconic because and the opening scene is this police officer going into the this evidence room where it has like all of the iconic horror oh, Halloween that's right. yeah. There's
0: a there's a Jason Voorhees, yes. there's a Michael Myers mask, all in the evidence room. So they're starting already, Bride and Chucky kind of starts this new like comedic very Mm self-aware comedic style that's honestly a pretty meta too they make some jokes that are like talking about like man our story is so complex that it would almost take three or four sequels just to explain it you know very very like wink wink breaking forth wall kind of stuff anyway so
1: um basically starts off with that with the police officers stealing the bits and pieces of chucky from the evidence locker And is being given to Tiffany or Jennifer Tilly. Is that her name, Jennifer Tilly? Jennifer Tilly. Yeah, her her character. And she takes him back to her trailer, which I think is so funny, too. (laughs) And she sews him back together. And I think, you know, one of the reasons why Sawyer loves this movie so much is because... It is kind of like an honor of Bride of uh, Frankenstein. Right, Bride
0: of Frankenstein. And
1: which makes Sawyer so excited. It's definitely
0: an homage. And even though this movie is definitely like leaning into being like a kind of trash classic, like it's trashy on purpose for like, but like trying to be clever about it, I think that really hits with all these references to Frankenstein because she's literally sewing Mm -hmm. him back together out of dead quote-unquote dead doll parts and it's very similar to how frankenstein was made
1: so she does her little voodoo magic from from the book voodoo for dummies like literally literally (laughs) and here comes chucky he's back better than ever and you can already see the relationship between the two very toxic yes um they fight like dogs and cats but they always come back together um
0: and he's obviously like a lot more rude.
1: Oh gosh! Than yeah. what
0: she's like. She Tiffany is at her heart a romantic.
1: Oh, so much. Which is why I also love her is that she is such a romantic. She
0: may be a serial killer. She'll slit your throat. Oh yeah. But at, at the end of the day, she's gonna have a bubble bath oh, and she's yeah. gonna look at old movies. Oh and think about why she's missing her great love you know i so just love
1: she, her so much she's
0: very romantic and in that sense over the years she has kind of grown this romantic idea of what chucky e was and mm-hmm. so when she brings him back to life she's expecting like them to get married and yeah. all this kind of stuff because he said that he would and she had this, she ring. Has this ring
1: that he took from someone he that he killed, he killed a
0: girl her. and gave her the ring yeah. and he once he admits that she's kind of like
1: Oh my God, everything's been a lie. (laughs) And then she locks him into a baby crib and she's like, go play with your toys, Chucky. And
0: there goes the love-hate relationship. And with that kind of comedy, he's still like, he's playing with the blocks like he is a baby. (laughs) Oh yeah.
1: No, they are definitely just such a dynamic duo. For sure. Like name a more iconic duo. Exactly. So she starts off as human, Tiffany, but... Chucky and Tiffany they have this, they have this fight where she locks him into his baby crib and is treating him like a baby and you know Chucky does not want to take that. So there's this scene where she is in the bubble bath watching Bride of Frankenstein. Iconic. Yes. And she's she's upset because Chucky, you know, he's just not what she thought that he was going to be. She mm-hmm. had this whole image in her head that Chucky was going to be this one thing. Right. So, Sawyer, I think you should take this part, since I know you <laughs> want to talk about I it. Just love, I just love
0: <laughs> that she's literally watching The Bride of Frankenstein, and the movie's called The Bride of Chucky. It's not, like, that subtle of a reference, but at the same time, there, I think there's, like, some subtle stuff going on there, I don't uh, know. where I think it's kind of flipping it on its head a little bit, because in the movie The Bride of Frankenstein, it is... Uh, the Frankenstein that wants the bride and whenever the bride comes to life she kind of rejects Frankenstein and it's kind of the opposite where now in a way the bride is bringing Frankenstein to life and he is rejecting mm-hmm. her and then out of his frustration from her vengeance of being rejected, putting him in the baby crate. (laughs) Yes. He gets out and he knocks the TV into the bubble way You
1: have to add that he gets out of the crib by using one of his toys to cut out of the crib. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Yes.
0: So he is acting like a baby and using baby means in order to get out of the crib. Then knocks the TV into the, into the bathtub and shocks her very much like shocking in a way, Kind of similar to how they created Bride of Frankenstein in the movie. So it's just a lot of little subtle things here. And then she dies. But then Chucky, out of, honestly, revenge, kind of like like insult to injury, brings her back to life, but within a doll. And that becomes the very iconic the, Tiffany doll. Uh,
1: yeah, where there's this whole iconic scene where... Because originally, she, like, she had the doll originally. It was a bride doll right. that she was just... Throwing in there with Chucky to just be pouty about their relationship. But he transfers her soul into the bride doll. And, of course, Tiffany, you know, she has her aesthetics. Oh, and so yeah. She, there's this whole scene of her transforming this just, like, regular bride doll into the iconic Tiffany.
0: The blonde hair. Yes.
1: The nameplate necklace. choker necklace. Oh, yeah.
0: That's another thing, too, about, like, the style of the movie is that... It is fully, like, 1998. They're going into the 2000s. Like, the the score or the the soundtrack is all, like, new metal. The opening sequence is a Rob Zombie song. Like, it's very very metal and grungy and trying to be, uh, in a way, that's kind of funny and self-aware. But that, that Tiffany style kind of... Uh, has that too she's got like a leather jacket on with the dress and then she's got like the, the her combat boots combat boots the black the fishnets. Lipstick. yeah oh yeah she's oh, yeah very iconic very iconic and the of course it's like, it's like a reference to how she was as a human can as well, you tell
1: so. I just love Tiffany <laughs> <laughs> just love
0: her so yeah basically I mean we won't go too much into the story after that yeah. basically it's just like that's the most like that's the setup but uh the idea is that now that they're both dolls they're trying to transfer them, their souls into the body of other humans by using this medallion that wasn't previously mentioned but is now apparently in the yeah. story uh, and, and Charles Lee Ray was wearing it when he died and that's what he used to transfer his soul into the doll and so now they have to find two uh, Bodies for them once they get the medallion they have to go get the medallion and then they transfer the their souls into new bodies uh, so that's like their quest and they basically go on this road trip with a very young Catherine Heigl and, mm-hmm. his, and her uh, love interest as they try to elope away from an overbearing uh, parent uh, or ward I should say. And, yeah, that's pretty much the rest of the movie. But with, Held Within the movie is a lot of really funny jokes. Some creative kills. I think this is, like, kind of the first movie in my mind that really had started to have, like, like, creative kills like mm-hmm. they have. Because they're, like, both serial killers, so they're both trying to, like, kind of out-serial kill each other. And so there's some really fun scenes, like, uh, with, with the ward, the sheriff that's taking care of Captain Heigl after her parents died. There's, like, a scene where... They kill him basically by putting a bunch of nails in the dashboard and then popping the airbag so that it yeah. goes into him.
1: Yeah, there's even in that scene, Tiffany's like making fun of Chucky because she's like, Chucky, your killing is so outdated. Right, because like, he just wants so to stab. 1990s, like right. making fun of him. He's like, what? Like getting sensitive. Right. That she's making fun of his kill tactics.
0: Yes, they're. Te- she's teasing him because he's he's just wants to stab him and she's like oh get creative come on
1: but sawyer we're missing the best part of the movie besides her transformation which is she gives birth oh
0: my god yeah so this movie it also starts with the comedy aspect it also starts like a new level of like unhinged humor like moments of just absolute craziness it's one of the reasons why uh house from 1977 is one of our favorite movies yes just these kind of like scenes where they're just absolutely ridiculous like in house there's a scene where one of the girls gets literally eaten alive by a piano Yeah, like that kind of craziness is the stuff that we love in movies and it's crazy the finale of this movie is wild and very funny like like tiffany gets put into an oven in an rv and turns into this like burnt corpse yeah and then she's like they have this big fight scene between with her and Chucky shovels. with shovels and they're beating each other with shovels, whacking each other. And then finally at the end of the movie, she's supposed to basically be dead. And detective detective's like poking her. Cause he, he knows that she is alive, but she's not doing anything. So she, he's like afraid. And then she starts screaming bloody murder. And, and then as she's screaming, she literally starts giving birth <laughs> out of her dress. And this like little doll baby with, fang teeth, teeth comes and out and teeth. just jumps after yeah, the detective yeah and that's just how
1: it like ends it just is like there's just like a cut to the end
0: right as soon as you just see like one like second shot of the baby jumping at the detective's face and then that's the end of the movie and it leads perfectly into to the next film the next one so uh will, which we'll get to in just a second so i just want to reiterate this was if it wasn't clear already this was our favorite i would say this is basically the jason lives the part six of the chucky franchise where the movie really like leans into its humor leans into its ridiculousness it's no longer just like an unwritten joke it's actually like if you even look at the imdb genre list uh, all the first three movies are considered horror thrillers but bride of chucky is the first one that's considered a comedy horror thriller it's it is when they officially just say you know what this is like a funny franchise let's just do it And so, and the main writer is Don uh, Mancini, who is the guy who created Chucky. And so I think that too is like he really, like, he's taking control over the whole franchise and really being able to. Uh, continue this character that he made and have a vision that that he really likes. And that continues into the next movie, which is Seed of Chucky, which is actually directed by uh, Don Mancini as well. So Seed of Chucky, he has full control and you can kind of tell, but we'll get into that right now. So Seed of Chucky is the next one. Uh, What was it on your list?
1: Seed of Chucky was number three.
0: Okay, we aligned. So that's two movies that we align on now. That's great. Which is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, why do you think Seed of Chucky is number three?
1: It just it just goes off of like, it's just a weird movie. So strange.
0: It's even weirder than, the, than Bride of Chucky. It is even
1: weird. It just, this, it, gets, it gets weird.
0: I mean, it's definitely like Bride of Chucky and Seed of Chucky are definitely their own kind of entity within the whole franchise. Yeah. You can kind of cut it into three different parts. You have like one through three has its own vibe of horror thrillers. And then Seed of Chucky and Bride of Chucky or Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky, uh, they have their own kind of they follow the same kind of mini storyline and they had the same vibe and the same kind of self-aware meta humor and then they kind of revamp stuff later, but we'll get into that. Uh, and uh, it, it's basically everything that was great about Bida Chucky kind of holds with Sita Chucky. Mm-hmm. They lean a little bit more into the humor, even Definitely more. Definitely more
1: into the humor. It's like, like a, you even have, like, Jennifer Tilly is in it. And it's like, so it's like Tiffany is, Jennifer, is being played by Jennifer Tilly, and then you have Jennifer Tilly. Oh, it gets... So it's like meta. Yeah, it really
0: gets hard <laughs> yeah. to kind of follow. Basically, yeah, so... Tiffany Valentine, the human, has died in Bride of Chucky, and she just happened to look exactly Mm -hmm. like, quote unquote, Jennifer Tilly does in the story. Jennifer Tilly is playing herself in the movie, and she just happens to look exactly like Tiffany Valentine did when she was a human, and now Tiffany Valentine, uh, the doll, is trying to put her soul into 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 Jennifer Jennifer Tilly. Tilly.
1: But what's funny about it too is that their 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 child right. is now in this movie too. So, and the movie starts off with the child like basically being in the circus, yes. like not knowing who their dad is or their mom, and but flash forward to where um, Tiffany and Chucky are. They are on a movie set in California,
0: right? <laughs> and they're, they're somehow they're unaware yeah. they're like they got like their consciousness wiped or something for a little bit or amnesia i can't remember it's been a while like we we were kind of skipped around to try to re re yeah like re-remember stuff but i, I don't remember how that happened somehow they get their conscious back and they're like what have we been doing right and then tiffany of course is like, like we're movie stars yeah, she's
1: <laughs> excited about it all and then she loves their it. child comes out she's like oh chucky we're parents right. and he you know Tiffany just loves that idea so, yeah, of having their a whole family. Personality changes. Yeah. So that is just a whole funny journey in itself is that their child doesn't want to kill. Unlike the, the, they love killing. And there's even this scene where they're like confronting the, – the kid is confronting them and being like, I, I don't want to kill. Like, why do you guys do it? And they're like – like Chucky's like, oh, everybody needs to let up some steam sometime. Right. It's just I'm a not hobby. like addicted to it or anything. <laughs>
0: and it's then just, Tiffany
1: that part is what I love. I just love the dynamics as like them as a family. I think it's just so funny. Yeah,
0: that movie is best whenever it's them three. Yes. Like like Chucky and Tiffany and then Glenn or Glinda, Glinda depending on uh, yeah. <laughs> that's a running joke. Uh but uh when they're just kind of interacting with each other because Chucky chucky's kind of trying to act like a dad there's like all this like meta <laughs> language that's going on
1: chucky has a dad too i mean you just gotta watch it there's yeah just, it's really hard it's honestly
0: yeah this movie yeah it's really hard, it is to, hard explain. to
1: explain <laughs>
0: if it's if this part is a little like jumbled and and hard to follow trust me like the movie is a little jumbled and hard to follow but once you're watching it you kind of understand it all, it
1: all goes together when you're watching it um, because there's
0: like all this like like killing becomes like a quote-unquote addiction and so they're kind of there's a lot of meta language where they're talking about killing, but what they really mean is like alcoholism or something like that. It's like this like coded language, but that's where the humor comes from is because they're like, everything they're saying is kind of like a double entendre of, of an actual meaning behind and right. so you kind of know what they're doing it, it, it's just one of those things like this movie is just a lot more comedic with yes. these like one-liners and all these like kind of jibs and jabs
1: yes and it's great too because tiffany's like jackie you're gonna cut cold turkey no more right. killing and so like a big part of the rest of the movie is like tiffany's still killing but, but she's, she's trying to act like she's not from the fact that she's like i don't want my kid to have to go through this like i want to be a better example which is so sweet that too. is very sweet of her but she's she's not walking the walk (laughs) great mother i love her
0: but yeah that's the thing like uh it's kind of like a mom trying to tell her kid to not smoke cigarettes but still like sneaking a cigarette in the bathroom with the window down you know like she's still killing and hiding the body and so at one point She's making Chucky feel bad for killing, <laughs> and then he like opens up a closet and finds out that she's been killing, and he's like, "Aha, uh-huh. I see." Yeah, uh, it's 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 really funny. It's a funny one. Um, it's I would say one of the things that is like not as good as bright Chucky is that it it kind of like some of that raunchy like edgy humor almost goes like a little, a little too, too far. far. It doesn't hold up as well. It's, I mean the movie is from 2004, so mm-hmm. you kind of gotta put your 2004 like glasses Definitely. on if you want to watch it. Yeah, and there's
1: not, there's some scenes where I'm just like
0: yeah it's a little yikesy in some parts so it doesn't hold up as well somehow the 1998 movie holds up better but i think one of the reasons is because they really leaned in on this one with the comedy and with being really edgy and all the hollywood tropes this is like pre-weinstein pre-me too so there's a little bit like like jennifer tilly's trying to have sex with the director and like some of the jokes around that are a little yikesy and to just kind of like accentuate just how like bad taste this movie's trying to be John Waters is a character in the movie and John Waters is like one of the most like bad taste like famous bad taste directors of all time so you get the sense if you know who John Waters is and you know that he's a character in the movie you know what kind of movie Mm -hmm. this is so and it is interesting that it's directed by the creator Dan Mancini uh, or Don Mancini and uh, I think that that is interesting one thing I will say the whole point of the movie is that tiffany can now be jennifer tilly can Mm -hmm. be a human i think technically or not technically but i think in the end that was kind of a bad decision
1: i was actually gonna say that yes i um and like even to i don't want to like go too far into the movies ahead right but like tiffany's character is really what made it tiffany as a doll yeah it really made it yeah. I you know I so don't taking really, her back yeah. into
0: a human form kind of takes away the yeah. icon of Tiffany. I think they really had a good thing going they should just with came, yeah. the like Frankenstein Chucky and Tiffany being a doll like right. the the dynamic between those two is great. I don't know if they were just running out of ideas or something or maybe it was like they
1: just thought it was the great next thing to do right but It was a good really idea to do, do that. I just feel like the doll you just can't be get more iconic than that and that's what made brighter chucky and cedar chucky like so great is the dynamic of chucky and tiffany's doll like they're just so funny together yeah
0: them two together is just something special and so of course as we're going to talk about in the next movie uh they just don't like it doesn't have the same vibe it doesn't have the same iconic vibe because tiffany is no longer the doll and they don't have that kind of dynamic together so speaking of which, let's move on to Curse of Chucky. Now, this one was going to be kind of hard for us to talk about because we probably don't remember much of what happened to the movie. It's very not memorable to me. Curse of Chucky?
1: Mm-hmm. What yeah, was what was the for you? I, I put it like six.
0: I was seven for me. It's like the worst out of all the regular but non-remake. I honestly
1: think that I mixed up the last one you meant to put so, Cold yeah, so of chucky six actually it's my last one too. okay so once again wow. we're, we're linking up here great minds think alike yes
0: of course so yeah curse of chucky they're trying to do like this like it's still within the same universe it's still within the same timeline but they tried to kind of revamp the style it's a lot newer it's from 2013 whereas the one before was 2004 so it's like nine oh, years yeah. later and you could tell they're trying to revamp stuff and it just really doesn't, it doesn't really hit the same. Mm-hmm. It's honestly like really boring. Like, Yeah,
1: I really don't have anything to say about it.
0: <laughs> like, you know, it's, it, and I totally understand why because there's really not much to it. it it's a lot. It's basically you have this uh, girl who's uh, in a wheelchair and she, she is in this house and her mother's kind of really mean and somewhat abusive and they have a, like the Chucky doll gets sent to them. Like if I'm having a hard time expressing what the movie is about it's because i don't remember it very well because it's not very memorable oh my gosh, it
1: came out on october 8th though i just see that the, <gasps> that's your birthday that's my birthday oh, that's so fun
0: but yeah it's like uh they really are trying to revamp him he he does get like it's it's chucky without the frankenstein now like somehow he's back into a new body a uh, new yeah. doll body and he, even that design of the new doll body looks weird it looks
1: weird i'm looking at it right now it looks weird it looks very
0: uh, strange so it's uh, not
1: the chucky we know and love
0: right one good like one good thing about it i think is kind of fun is that the main character is played by brad dorif's daughter uh yeah. who is the voice of chucky so that's kind of fun that fiona dorif is playing the main character in a chucky movie and then uh spoiler alert just like with friday the 13th as we as i had said like there's going to be spoilers in this because we're just talking about the franchise as a whole she ends up being like i i'm pretty sure yeah that the big reveal in this movie is that she is actually the son or the daughter of charles lee ray Mm -hmm. which is really meta once again because Mm -hmm. she's the actual daughter of the guy who plays charles lee ray I didn't even find that out until we watched Cult of Chucky, and then I couldn't unsee it because she's got like the same brow, like it's some. She looks just like him, which is pretty cool. I like that, but at the same time, it didn't like make the movie better. It was yeah. just kind of cool. Um, but we'll move on from this movie yeah. and talk about the next one because I do think the next one is an improvement.
1: Oh really? Oh no. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: so maybe we might be a little bit of a, a difference here. Let's go to Cult of Chucky. So. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of Cult of Chucky? It was
1: it was right under it was six. Oh, it was six. Well, yeah.
0: mine wasn't too much different. It was five, but that's only because these other movies were just better. I mean, I I didn't hate this movie at yeah. all.
1: No, I mean, I felt like Chucky, the personality of Chucky that they spent so much time building up in the third and fourth, was yeah. just kind of down the drain. And yeah. then Jennifer Tilly was in it, but again, like she wasn't Tiffany. It wasn't. It even like her like Jennifer Tilly wasn't as like iconic her character in it she was just kind of like in it to just kind of be in it it was it
0: almost felt like a cameo it was a cameo that's exactly
1: what i was thinking it just wasn't what i what i was looking for necessarily yeah
0: that what i liked about it was that it did versus curse of chucky it went back to being humorous again there was like like humor in it and like i remember like it had a bunch of cool kills too there's like the scene where he breaks the skylight and mm-hmm. on the glass like decapitates the girl that's like strapped into the into the gurney and uh there was the there's a scene where a guy gets his head stomped oh, in yeah. that one was pretty brutal there's like that a bunch brutal. of brutal. Kills. one where the girl has uh basically commits suicide they're but all brutal yeah they're pretty bad by by getting chucky to stick his arm down yeah, her throat
1: yeah that was That was bad. She
0: didn't like that That one too much. That one was brutal, but it was creative, at least. And compared to, like, the last movie, uh, it was, to me, a step up. And then there was humor, like like Chucky is... uh, like quintessentially not dying. There's multiple Chuckies in this one. He's somehow spread his yeah, soul around.
1: which I do. I was just, Sawyer did remind me of that where there are multiple Chuckies. One of them's got his haircut yeah. and yeah. they keep and mentioning that. they are that. making fun of his haircut because it's like a weird bang cut. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so there are definitely some... Fun. But I just still felt like there was something missing where I was just kind of like still like I could kind of fall asleep right now if I really want... If I wanted to. Yeah, I
0: put that in my notes. I think one of the reasons why it's like at uh number five for me is that even with a lot of the elements coming back oh and andy barclay is back as the adult but playing the same like it's the same actor who played him originally which is really cool that they did that i love all that kind of meta stuff that they try to do in the series um but there is something in the style like the cinematic style like even the tone of the film like the picture quality and the, the the color palette it's like a little too serious or a little too like I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just the indie vibe, like it's low budget or something. Mm-hmm. And so you could just tell that it doesn't have like the budget that it, that it needs or something. But there was something to the vibe of it that just fell off. Even the design of Chucky, once again, it was cool to see different Chucky's. It was cool to see the one cut his hair off, the different <laughs> kinds that they had. Yeah. One got buried alive and came back and like all that kind of fun, quirky stuff. But at the same time, the actual design of Chucky, like the doll, just didn't look... It's
1: not the same. It didn't look
0: right. There was something that was... There was a vibe that was off from it and that's why it's kind of lower. But I do, like, for the franchise's sake, I really did like that they were starting to get better again. And I think critically that one did well. Um, And one of the best parts about that movie is that it leads like right into the show. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, because the Because the the story from the end of this one... Goes right into Tiffany and right. uh, whatever her name is, the Brad Dourif's daughter, uh, the main character of the movie, the one in the wheelchair. Anyway, okay. she gets possessed by Chucky and basically becomes Chucky mm-hmm. as a human, but she's a girl and that's a whole thing. But anyway, so basically they ride off into the sunset together and that's where you pick the, uh, them up in the show. Mm-hmm. So you kind of need those movies because they, they continue the story, but they're not like, they're not great.
1: Yeah, it's just like, yeah, I was not very memorable for me. Even the glass decapitation <laughs> thing, where it, I was like, honestly, that's not original. Maybe it was original for then, but like, even in the, one of the shows we just watched, um,
0: yeah. I mean, breaking glass and cutting people, I guess that's I not I mean, they did original. that
1: in Bride of Chucky, too. They literally... <laughs> yeah, they did. The, the, okay. The I'll
0: admit, you win. That, yeah. that it's not very original because, yeah, they literally did it in Bride of Chucky with the mirror in the ceiling and, and they cut like, them with that.
1: I feel so. like I've been seeing that a lot and just like the shows, the scary shows that we watch and stuff like that. Like it's just I like, guess
0: like the practical effects were good, but the actual like theory behind the kills like the yeah. uniqueness wasn't really there it was more just I like mean there the were craft. some
1: unique kills but it's just also too yeah. I just wasn't that impressed with it just didn't really like it well you, know, you just can't you do, you got you had the masterpiece of Briar of Chucky. you know you just can't. I'll yeah, that.
0: if you can't tell, there's definitely like a bell curve yes, of quality.
1: There is, like, it's like halfway they like reach their peak.
0: And the, then, t- those two movies in the middle are just amazing, yeah, and, then back, off, just and then afterwards it kind of goes off, and then the other ones are not as good. Although I still like the first one a lot, but um, anyway, so now we have one that we both knew were going to be the last. On our list for both of them, no. the I like on your and notes, worst.
1: I are not say, bad. <laughs> <laughs> like.
0: Yeah, my notes aren't super uh, complex on this one because it was just not a good movie. No. But we are talking about the Child's Play remake. And if you have been listening to this podcast, you already know my thoughts on it because it was episode number two. Uh, right around the time that I was watching all these movies. And so you probably already know my thoughts if you saw them, but, um, Allie hasn't had her time to talk about her thoughts of the movie. And I know one point that she definitely,
1: you know, yeah. One thing about me guys is, that cats, they are my spirit animal. I love cats. I mean, I have a cat right next to me right now. My beautiful Greg love them so much. Do not kill a cat. In in a show or a movie or in in a book, I really am just so sensitive to that. I just cannot. I don't condone killing any animals ever, like on a show or anything or in life, like in a gruesome way ever. But like, I don't know. I just thought that it was not. It had. And I remember listening to your podcast. They really wanted a lot of shock value, I think. And to me, like you can do shock value in other ways it did not get me interested or mm-hmm. intrigued or even shocked Opposite. like i was just like dis- i was just like this is just like i don't want to watch this and the rest of the movie too like killing off characters that i just were like it was just not necessary some of the kills that they had and they didn't even do it in like a good way they didn't
0: set it up yeah and then when they did kill him it wasn't like anything fun just
1: like and the chucky in that was just like weird did not look right now love mark hamill
0: remember he was a prim the lawyer prim in fall of usher the voice the voice of which yeah.
1: Fall of Usher is a show I was just mentioning about the glass falling Yes, there was a kill that with the glass in Fall of Usher. That's yeah, what I was yeah. trying yeah. to mention. Uh,
0: that great that. show, by the way. If yeah. you like Edgar Allan Poe, you should watch it. You probably know it exists because it's really popular right now. But yeah. uh, that's a random recommendation. Anyway, yes. So, uh, yeah, Mark Hamill was great. But it wasn't, uh, it wasn't necessarily the voice's fault. It was the writing. It was the design. It was just
1: bad. Don't kill a cat, bro.
0: It puts a bad taste in your mouth, which is exactly kind of like... The idea of the Chucky franchise is a little bit of bad taste like because Chucky, the one of the main characters is a serial killer and yeah. like he's like a kind of raunchy and kind of like edgy. but they took everything that the franchise was trying like was is known for and they tried to kind of go a little bit further or something mm-hmm. uh, and they went they took the bad taste to a level that wasn't like
1: it wasn't funny. It wasn't
0: funny. It wasn't respectful. Wasn't I think it, it was supposed to be like I that's think they, the
1: thing. yeah, it wasn't clever. Like that's mm-hmm. the thing that I can get down with like with the other ones. Is that all the they are there's cleverness to them. Right. It's this witty. one it just wasn't clever. Like killing a cat, killing off good characters that didn't need to be killed. Like it's just not clever or interesting or I don't know. I just really did not like it at all. The cat killing was was yeah. not good. It
0: it, it like I talked about in the second episode, uh, it really broke a lot of the like horror rules, which mm-hmm. is I guess what they were trying to do. But which, the, people, no. the people that they killed, they they didn't need to die like no. that. They they developed them too much before they killed them. Yeah, and, and just like starting off the movie in bad taste with killing the cat, like stabbing and strangling a yes. cat. Yes, who well, wants to see that? No, just,
1: it wasn't just like. In other movies where it might just like off kind of like or something. off screen or you can just kind of tell that, that something happened to dead. the pet. Yeah. Like they, I think even the show, it has like Chucky does kill a cat. Right, yeah. And I don't like that. Okay, like I don't like that. But at least it didn't show it. Like it was just kind of like, oh, like where's the cat? There's his toy. No cat. Like right. okay. Cat's dead. You just know the cat's I can dead. Get, I can forget about that like after a minute. But strangling the cat stabbing the cat like in front of me oh heck no (laughs) Uh -uh.
0: yeah so that it just was not good and then too like it it's trying to kind of be an homage to the original movie and that was one of the biggest disrespects for me too is because as i talked about in my thoughts of the original uh, that final act, that third and fourth act was so epic and so like he just won't die. And and it's just like you just know when you're watching it that you're watching something special. And then that is the exact opposite of the final act of this movie. The remake is just like the ending of every like roll the dice, on, roll the dice, <laughs> throw a hat and you'll yeah. see another movie that ends like that like oh no the mom is being held hostage and they have to go and save her and like it's just so mm-hmm. tropey and like trite uh compared to i think a very unique ending of the original movie so it just on all levels just did not yeah it is the worst child's play movie yeah in the franchise even though it's technically probably a- apart from the franchise it's just a yeah. Its own remake
1: yeah it is I- and it's disappointing too because I remember we were so excited about it because we had just right. finished watching this and then this came out. Here we
0: out. go. Let's turn it on. We're like,
1: wow. Oh my gosh. We love Chucky. He's so funny. I wonder if Tiffany's going to be in it. Right. No, 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 no. Nothing like that.
0: Well, and that's part of it too. Is that like, yeah, he's that was uh, that was another thing that I hated about it was because. Like Chucky is a serial killer possessing a doll. Mm-hmm. That's the he has lots of personality. Whereas the Chucky in this movie and the remake no, yeah. is a robot who's like that yes. classic story of like relearning life. Like
1: right.
0: Basically, the reason why he becomes a killer is because of a, a breakdown in protocol. Yeah, where he's just like, I must become Andy's friend. So
1: it's like it's like the movie Megan. Yes, it's yeah. Megan, but worse because. But this, and Megan, they have a kill scene of the animals. There too, is, though. but it's a dog,
0: and the dog is annoying. It it follows. <laughs>
1: no, don't. no, like killing any. No, animals. I understand, but
0: like within the rules of horror movies, the dog was a problematic character. It was constantly attacking the girl. Like it literally bit her arm. Like I'm not saying kill animals. I'm just saying, yeah. if, like you said, if you're gonna kill animals, no,
1: you don't kill animals. Period. And it was
0: an off-screen death. You didn't yeah. actually see her no. kill it. I
1: from it my memory. It was gruesome. I don't want to. I don't. I couldn't remember, Look, but there isn't a rated R version. Are pure and beautiful, and nobody should touch them in a mean way ever.
0: Yeah. So if you can't tell, we really don't like the Child's Play remake. I gave it like a three out of ten, so I think it was pretty clear that it's not a good movie. I think it still holds the lowest rating uh, in my thirty-one yeah. reviews so far. So, uh, yeah. So anyway, that's our ratings for the Chucky franchise. Just to organize it a little bit better, uh, we're going to both kind of go over what our one through uh, eight was. Uh, So I'll let you take it away first, Allie. Okay.
1: Number one, the beautiful, wonderful, amazing Bride of Chucky. (laughs) Number two, Child's Play 2. Number three, Seed of Chucky Number four, Child's Play 3. Number five, Child's Play 1. Number six is Curse of Chucky. And number seven, Cult of Chucky. And number eight, we're not gonna even know. I don't even remember the title. I don't want to know the title. I
0: literally have it in parentheses. So. Boo. Uh, okay, I'll go through my list. So number one, Bride of Chucky. We're, we agree on that one. Number two, Child's Play Original. It's an amazing movie. Uh, number three, Seed of Chucky. Just as funny... Uh, Kind of in the same vibe as Bride of Chucky, but uh, just a little bit too edgy. Um, And then we have number four, Child's Play 2. A little boring, but a great ending. Uh, Number five, Cult of Chucky. Kind of bringing back uh, the old style within that new style. Didn't quite do it all the way, um, but I still appreciated that. Number six, Child's Play 3. Just a little little boring, uh, but had some cool moments towards the end as well. And then uh, number seven, Curse of Chucky ultimately forgettable don't even really remember exactly what happened in that and then number eight Boo. child's play remake sucks uh all right well thank you guys for listening and thank you so much Allie, (laughs) for joining
1: pleasure so happy to meet you all all you listeners out there
0: i might have you on every once in a while to help me out on a a, on a movie or so that you uh, watch with me because i know you watch most of them with me anyway yeah, <laughs> and from now on i'll stop calling you just the girlfriend and you'll now be known as ally because everyone knows who you are
1: yay uh
0: so yeah thank you guys for listening and i hope you guys have a good rest of the week enjoy your halloween by the way yeah, this is happy coming halloween. on halloween yeah happy halloween enjoy the festivities watch some horror movies go to some parties i know it's on a tuesday which is like so weird but Uh, pretend you don't have work tomorrow Uh, and if you are at work and you're wearing fun costumes that's also cool too so uh, enjoy the rest of your halloween enjoy the rest of your week and i will see you this coming friday
1: yay